Welcome to the Law Be With You podcast show, Multiverse Edition. Hope everyone's keeping safe and well in the times that we're living in. Um, on on this sort of episode, guys, I've kind of just been thinking about the, the multiverse and I've linked a couple of segments together from a couple of different episodes, which are talking about the multiverse, either in a sort of joke or sort of parody way, or also or talking about it within sort of fandom, um, especially um, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. So it's a really interesting one. Um, the, the multiverse scenarios and theories are very popular in science, although there's not any real empirical evidence for multiverse. Um, often I used to really grapple with the multiverse idea from a, from a Christian point of view, especially from a sort of Christian apologetics point of view. Um, I have a big, big love for Christian apologetics. And I really used to kind of spend a lot of time back in the day really looking at some, some of the ideas and theories and arguments that would be um, supporting in Christian theism. Um, and so that's where my ideas from, from multiverse sort of came from, is looking at sort of um, cosmologists and philosophers of science, uh, astrophysicists who would talk about multiverse scenarios and and why they could be a multiverse now um having said that there's not real any empirical evidence for multiverse they are looking for it and uh it's obviously a very much a really interesting concept and idea if you're asking me is there a multiverse um i would say i don't really have any evidence for a multiverse uh i don't think scientists really do currently but I would probably potentially lean towards a multiverse. Um, I always tend to think that God does things bigger and better than what we even could imagine or think. Um, in terms of why a multiverse could be a good idea, uh, well, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of things we could say about that. To treat to try and be very concise and quite brief, um, it tends to come out of inflation theory. If you want to really be geeky, and we, and we love we love geeky things on Christian fandom geek. If you want to be geeky and do your homework on it, uh, look up the board Goof-Lenken theory. Um, they talk about it talks about Alan Goof's theory on inflation uh, and how from the inflation you get the you get an ensemble of universes that come into being um, from a sort of singular point, and this infl- and this point you get all these sort of bubble universes branching off from it. So if you're into that sort of thing, and it's really interesting and fascinating stuff, that's probably the theory at the moment. Alan Goose uh, inflation theory is probably the theory that, that kind of points towards a future multiverse, as in from past singular to future plural. Um, that means that the, the you can't we're not getting universes coming branching off in the past. We're only they're only going the following the arrow of time from the past to the present and branching off into more and more universes. Um, not all of those universes would be uh, having inhabitable life or fine tuning or anything like that, but they still would produce different types of universes with different types of laws of physics, etc., etc. Anyway, that's a little bit, uh, that's for you science geeks. And I know there's quite a few guys from the red five network and on fandom collective guys and girls that are into uh, their science and cosmology so if you're into that sort of stuff you'll you'll have enjoyed what, what i just spoke about but often 
away from the sort of mainstream science you get the idea of multiverse coming through in science fiction fantasy comic books and comic books are probably the one of the strongest areas where you see the idea of multiverse especially with the dceu and the marvel cinematic universe and uh, coming up in both franchises they're really both uh, on a race to see who will be the who will bring in the idea of multiverse next or, or, or quickest and who will do it in the best way um in terms of the history of the comic books i think dc have, have, have always have always really been the ones that have from the comic book point of view uh leaned into multiverse and and done it really really well a lot of guys who are into dc will talk we'll talk about this sort of flashpoint um um comic book in in the flash universe and how that utilizes the idea of multiverse but even in the in the marvel cinematic universe with the recent loki tv show that's also now gone into the into the multiverse and there's up and coming films um that will be including the new spider-man film that will be utilizing multiverse ideas so there really are fascinating ideas that you might want to look into some, some of the science on it but actually there it's, it's really popular fiction now the multiverse um, and so I hope you enjoy these little uh, segments that, I'm, that I've put on this episode. Um, one of them's a bit weird and wacky. My, Michael Universe, uh, Michael um, Jackson, and uh, I was, was going to say Michael Universe, and Michael Jackson and the Royal Multiverse is a segment from um, a Meghan Markle episode that is on the podcast player, but it's not uploaded to to YouTube. And the other one is uh, from my recent. Um, episode with Luke Saul when we were talking about Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and I, I posed the question to Luke Saul of um, you know what do you think about the idea of multiverse in Lord of the Rings and Star Wars would it work you know, compared to the comic books so enjoy the, this uh, little sort of uh, fun little episode on multiverse scenarios and uh, I'll be with you very soon on the Law Be With You podcast show welcome to the multiverse the royal multiverse in this edition of the multiverse you can be any member of the royal family rules of the system Go to the Law Be With You establishment, either a cafe, coffee bar or a pub. I will let you choose depending on whether you're teetotal or whether you like to get razzle dazzled on the weekend. I'm a big fan of coffee shops, I used to work in Starbucks in my youthful days and the missus and myself are known for frequenting Costa coffee shops from time to time. Now once you are in the Law Be With You metaphysical building, Find a free seat and ask for a Wacko Jacko Latte. They do it in black or white. Annie will come over to serve you. She's good like that. And you'll need to ask her if she's okay. She will pretend to look surprised. Probably not thrilled by the dad joke level banter. And will tell you to beat it. Keep going through and tell her Billy Jean sent you and that you are not alone. She will give you a key 
for a lift that's named Ben. Get off on the David Hilbert level and walk and then walk down the quantum stairwell to the exit. Oh, by the way, don't be bad. And remember to always come back the same entrance you left. Each time you leave and come back, you will be, access you will be accessing the multiverse. You can be any avatars, the Queen, Harry, Meghan, William, or even Charles. And if you are in trouble because your timeline is off the wall, just scream and the experience will reset to the beginning. So for, for um, a great example, thinking about those sequel films is that um, like Tolkien has uh, an answer for why like you'll never ultimately defeat evil until the world ends. Um, mm. That's sort of, that's in the, in the Silmarillion and in some of the history of Middle Earth stuff. So even destroying the ring at the end of Lord of the Rings isn't a, a final victory. Like there'll be other yeah. battles against good and evil. Um, yeah. He actually wrote a sequel to Lord of the Rings, um, but he abandoned it because it was. He said it was too depressing. So really, yeah. Which, given some oh. of the other really depressing stuff he's written, I do wonder how dark that must have been for, for oh him to God. give up on it. <laughs> um, oh, that'd have been amazing if he wrote that, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, or would it? I think it might have it might have been a bit morbid, but um, <laughs> but yeah, there's there's sort of that that's explicable within the Lord of the Rings world. Whereas I do feel like the, yeah, the Disney sequels don't quite make sense when you've gotten rid of the, the big evil guy or the biggest evil guy in, in Star Wars. Anything sort of beyond that kind of just doesn't quite feel uh, right. Especially with all that, the Snoke stuff, so confusing. But oh, we've not got time to get into that now. I know, I know. But you know what I think it is? I think, I think what happens with, with Tolkien's one is, he, he figured out what he wanted to do. Those blue wizards, they came back and they're the main <laughs> villains. They, those guys, those blue wizards that were sitting out on a beach somewhere while everyone's fighting for heaven and earth in Middle Earth, those guys come back. <laughs> and, uh, and that's what, that's what the, the new storyline would have been. <laughs> okay. Uh, quirky question here. I like the comic books. You know, um, everyone loves comic books, don't they? Or comic book movies. So we like to think anyway. Marvel and yeah. DC, the DCEU, are going towards the multiverse idea. And it kind of works really well in comic books. Do you think this idea could play out well in Star Wars or in the new Lord of the Rings Amazon TV show? Um, and could that, would that even work compared to the idea that Tolkien has in, in his kind of secondary world? So just to get it clear before we start, when, when we talk about multiverse, we're talking about like the multiple different parallel universes, right? So a bit yeah. like in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, we've got like yes. multiple Peter Parkers on different planes of existence. So That's Peter right. Parker might die in one world, but they still exist in another one. Yeah. Um, I think for, for, for Tolkien, there's only one, there's only one Middle Earth. So on a, a cosmological level, in the same way that Tolkien would have believed there's only one Earth, there's no room within 
within his writing for the idea of a multiverse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless we're talking about the different ways that men and elves sort of experience and understand the universe. Um, I'm afraid the same universe. I yeah. do have though, because that's a really disappointing answer. I've got some sort of, sort of fun things to think about uh, in okay. terms of Lord of the Rings multiverse. Um, uh, I mean, obviously the idea of Gandalf the Grey leaving and coming back as Gandalf the White has a kind of mm. multiverse sort of vibe to it, I think. Um, yeah. It's like the the Gandalf from a, another, not another dimension, he's sort of the same the same one, but you get a sense that it's sort of like a, an alternative timeline Gandalf or something. Oh, um, nice. So that's, that's one. Um, the other is, uh, I mean, the fact that the, they're going to, make this amazon series it means mm. it is in a in a sort of extra canon way i guess it's going to be another it's going to be another universe the everything that's in the book will stay the same obviously but now you're going to have a film where galadriel is played by kate blanchett and you're going to have a tv series where presumably they're going to get someone else to play galadriel because mm. i think if you get kate blanchett playing um playing a, a sort of immortal elf in a in a TV series that's 20 years after she's already played. I mean, Kate Blanchett's aged very well, but mm. she's 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 not going to look the same as she did in Fellowship of the Ring. So yeah, maybe I'm getting too hung up on that. But anyway, they're going to have to have different actors. So in in that sense, there's a sort of it's a different it's a different kind of cinematic universe. And then my favorite one, which I've saved until last is um, me and Emily, my wife, always laugh about this scene. There is, there's a great fight scene in uh, the Silmarillion between this wolf of the, of the Valar. Not a wolf, a dog. He's like a hound, like mm. a hunting, hunting dog um, who's come from Valinor, the Blessed Realm. And he fights with Sauron, who transforms into the biggest wolf you've ever seen just for this fight. Mm. And I think Tolkien describes it as the fight between this dog called Huan and Wolf Sauron. And he refers to, to Sauron as like Wolf Sauron with a hyphen in the middle. And both of us always find that really funny because it just sounds super like comic book multiverse, like <laughs> Street Fighter or something. <laughs> Transformers. So you can play as Sauron, <laughs> or you can play as Wolf Sauron. It's like, oh, oh yeah, Wolf Sauron wow. sounds badass. <laughs> he, uh, he, he loses the fight though, Wolf Sauron. He loses the fight to this dog. So uh, that's a bit of a spoiler. But there you go. He's not. He's not. He's not as. He's not as strong as he makes out that Sauron is. No, he, no. He, I think he's. He's. A, he's more. You know, he put he puts up a front, but I, 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 you know, I think I don't I don't buy into the hype for this. He movie. keeps coming back though. Points points for trying. He's persistent. <laughs> points for resilience, but no. he <laughs> takes, a, takes a beating, comes back. Well, there you go. Oh, brilliant, um, brilliant, Luke. We've you know what we've had. A, this has been an excellent episode. I think we'll kind of we'll we'll let you get get back to your wife and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will we will catch up very very soon. Guys at home, you've been treated to an awesome episode of the show once again. Combination of two awesome worlds of, of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. You can't ask for more than that, can you? Beautiful.